Join us. We're back. Fuck. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Why are we back? Because <laughs> we felt like it. Yeah, yeah. Talk about it for months. Yeah, we've been talking about it for months. I just know, like, in the ramp up to this, I'm just like, it's already become an obligation in the back of my head. Oh, no. <laughs> but it should be fun because I'm tired of talking to the cats all day. Yeah. But yeah, we're back. Hi. Yeah, welcome to our podcast that, um, you know, we disappeared for a while. We didn't say we were not doing anymore. We but just we kind of stopped. Yeah, we also <laughs> didn't say that we're not not doing anymore, you know. And like, like no one's really said anything. Somehow we, br- like, in spite of not posting in like the better part of a year at this point. Yeah. Uh, we still somehow managed to get like you know, continued downloads, our Instagram, yeah. we have over a thousand followers somehow. Well, yeah, that was not the case before. No, downloads have started to finally taper, but like, it went up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so stopped, like... we shut the fuck up, it went up. <laughs> um, yeah, the way I like to think it is, we're basically just doing this podcast in the Italian style, you know, mm. like the first 78 episodes, that was morning, we had our cappuccio and our <laughs> croissants and we're talking movies, and then we went on siesta. Yeah. And, you know, it's 4.30. It's time to open back up. I and, suppose. And uh, we're just running on Italian time. Um, and I think, I guess, right out of the bat, uh, we should mention on that running in Italian time, we don't know exactly what format we're going to take going forward right now as mm-hmm. far as the release schedule goes. Yeah. Um, we're not feeling, like, super up to weekly. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Well, but... you know, just circumstances <laughs> change, too. That's just... We can't just record every week. Yeah. We can't watch five movies a week and yeah, then record exactly. every week. It's not really possible we'll, at the we'll moment. We'll do what we can. Yeah. But, cool. Um, we're going to try. Uh, you know, typical bullshit that we always did. And uh, hopefully people enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else you wanted to get to right off the bat? I don't know. Should we reintroduce ourselves? Yeah, sure. Why not? It's been a minute. <laughs> Hi, I'm Aria. And I'm Lori. Shit, we did it. We introduced ourselves. Is that it? Is that all we need to do? <laughs> we, I don't know. We like horror movies and talk about them and also other movies. And yeah. I, I, uh, I like to make movies. I guess that was the big thing I did in the interim is I went that's, to fucking film school. That's true. Um, and then COVID kind of killed my dreams a little bit, you know? Yeah, it's hard to do your school projects when it's like, you know, our government wants us dead and it's like, well... yeah. We're willing to sacrifice you at the altar of capital, but you yeah. can't, like, see each other. Yeah, if we did a Unless hard... Unless you're lo- spending money in public. Yeah, if we did a hard lockdown right off the bat, we would be... Yeah, if, if we would have done, you know, like, Australia, New Zealand, Australia China, rules. China Australia even. rules, New Zealand rules, you know, like, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, like, actually um, gone for COVID-0, but as our premier most lovingly said, COVID-0 was never the goal. Yeah, that's... that's that's fucked, Just a little of COVID as a... You know, just, just, a, just a, the right amount of COVID. Just the right amount of death and, and long-term disability and, and, and. That, that's like the earth opens up and an elder god rises and it's like, okay, we don't want a full-ass Cthulhu motherfucker after yeah. us, but like... What about like a little like star vampire? A little star vampire as a, as a, as, as a treat. Little, <laughs> little of star vampire. Wow. Yeah, and apparently my um, knowledge of memes and internet culture also stopped when the podcast stopped, so... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, I guess, been the movie thing on, on my front. Have you done anything other than just watch movies? I guess I graduated grad school. That's cool. Yeah. I uh, I mean, I graduated into, like, more school. Yeah. Because I need more class. Oh, yeah. I need more credit. You'll so I, to... I, it really feels insignificant. But you'll be able to bring that psych degree to things. Like, maybe yeah. that's just it. We'll have to have, like, um, the Freud corner or something. The DSM where you of just, horror. You just, yeah. Oh, shit. 
trademark TMTM uh, trademark. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna possibly do that, but maybe that's it. Psychoanalyze some of these characters because that's ethical. <laughs> I mean, I, I've I've I had to do that for like some classes, like when I took my assessments course, I psychoanalyzed the hell out of uh, Laurie Strode from the right. 40th anniversary totally. Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I remember. And then again for my trauma class because I was like super uncreative. Yeah, so we we've we've done some things. Yeah. In the last year. Yeah, and one, one of the, the cool things that we, we did in the last year, and I was very excited about this, is we watched Psycho Gorman. Yeah. So that is what we're talking about today. Because yeah. we figured this was uh, an easy getting back into it. Like, we've been mm. out of the hot tub for a while, and now we're climbing back in. And dipping our toes hot. in. It's a bit hot. we gotta we got to acclimatize. Yeah. You know, before... But we figure, you know, this one came... There's still a decent amount of buzz over it, because it only, you know, became available for people to really see this year. Yeah, just I think. like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, um, even on Shutter. Yeah, or at least as of this recording. Although yes. I guess this, if all goes well, this will be going up in a couple days from That's recording true. anyway. Do you want to get into the, the quick summary of what Psycho Gorman is and is about? <laughs> it's a Canadian treasure. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, you know, people talk about Canada not having a film landscape, and it's... Then every you know, once in a while... Every once in a while a gem comes out. It's yes. like... Is it a documentary? No. Is it a Cronenberg? No. What else is there? There's Psycho Gorman. There's Astron 6. Astron 6, doing the Lord's work. Yeah, so, you know, Psycho Gorman, or PG for short. PG for short, yes. He's a uh, intergalactic warlord kind of guy who was over... He was defeated or captured or whatever yeah. by the other intergalactic warlords and mm-hmm. who are think they're good guys. And they, you know, trapped him. Rather than kill him, they decided to trap him for all of eternity and torture right. him. You know, classic, the mummy, true blood, you know, that thing that never I goes wrong. I always love when when people get foisted by their own patar, you know, <laughs> when, they, when they get, uh, I think I used that expression wrong. I think it's hoisted. Whatever. I know Shakespeare. Um, you know, when their hubris gets them. Yes. The Twilight Zone When they're moment. foiled by their own hubris. Yeah. Yes, so he um, he's 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 put on this like shitty little planet, also known as Earth. Yeah, and um, some they ki- weren't wrong. <laughs> it's primitive species, and um, some kids dig him up in their backyard. And What's the game they're playing again? Crazy ball. Crazy ball. Yeah. Yeah, the little the bully shitty little sister. Yeah. Wins, and so her her brother has to dig his own grave so she can bury him alive. <laughs> Because this movie is about very, very normal people. (laughs) And yeah, they find something buried and they, she manages to figure out the sequence to like detach the gemstone from it because there's always has to be a gemstone, right? Isn't it like a fucking Simon game kind of thing? Like, eeny, meeny, miny, mo or something. Yeah, totally. Something like that. Simon is just like cool bop it, okay? Right. Bop it is zillennial Simon. But like that that kind of thing, yeah. And uh, it awakens our, our Prince of Darkness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, he, of course, is hell-bent on revenge and destroying everything, yep. but we learn that this gem that the girl Mimi's has allows her... He has to listen to her unless he was able to get control back of this gem. Yeah. So, of course, being shitty little kids, they're like, oh, cool, I'm going to like bring him to school and shit. I'm going to like boss him around and tell him what to do, and like if I'm mad, I'm going to go tell him to like kill my brother, but just yeah. kidding... Also, I'll just interject real quick. If it wasn't obvious, there's going to be spoilers in this episode. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I figure that's kind of safe to assume of any... Especially, especially a one-off. Especially single movie yeah. episodes. Like, we're going to talk gonna about the movie. It. Yeah, but anyway. 
Yeah, so through friendship and adventure and all of these things, Psycho Gorman learns a lot about himself, and so do the humans, and, you know, it's uh, it, it's fun because it's, rather than, you know, your typical, like, good versus evil, I think they even say it's, like, evil versus worse evil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good God, I love the, the um, relative morality of this movie. <laughs> Moral relativity should be in more films. <laughs> yes, yeah, it, it's pretty fun. Yeah. And it's great because it's so, like, zany and kooky and silly. And like you were saying, the first time you watch it, it kind of takes a little while for you to, yeah. like, pick up on what's happening. But then the rewatches are, like, the best because you yeah. know exactly what's coming. I feel like at a certain point in this movie, um, I'm trying to figure out exactly when that point was. Yeah. Right down, I was like, okay, I'm into it. And I was, by the end of the movie, I'm just, like, busting a gut laughing. Yes. And then, because I'd watched it with a friend that I rented. And then, like, the next day you came yeah, over and we watched it, yeah. it again. And I noticed you had that kind of, like, you weren't laughing as much yeah, at the like, start. Mm. Um, and I was just, like, busting a gut this time. Uh, and I think it's because the movie has a very specific sense of humor yes. going for it. And um, they just they just throw you in. Throw you in the yeah. deep end with it. And they commit to it 100%. They yeah. never falter. They never go, like, oh, maybe we should, like, lighten up a bit. It's like, no, they're, like, yeah. they nail it. Yeah, so I think on the but first... But you kind of have to get on that The first time, line. it takes a second yeah. if, you're not, if you're not sure what to Versus expect. the second time I was watching, I real I was like, kept noticing. I was just like, I just have a smile on my face yeah. while I'm sitting yeah. here watching it because I fucking love this movie. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. But, yeah, like, everyone in this movie is a piece of shit, including the children, especially yeah. the children. Yeah. I think the least shitty person in this whole movie is Luke. Is Luke, yeah, yeah. exactly. That's true. I mean, the mom's not particularly shitty either. She's she has just, her moments. She's just tempted by the yeah, dark side. Which is fair. Um, should we talk about the cast? Sure. These fucking characters, the people playing them, dude, they're, they're great. Oh my god, they nail it. Um, like, we got Mimi right off yes. the bat. Uh, do you got a name there? Nita Josie Hannah. Great performance. Yeah, like, like over the top, but in like the perfect way. Yeah, I think they're all over the top yeah. in the perfect way, but I think that's the perfect marriage between just what Astron Six does. That's true. And um, also what they're what they're playing with, like they're basically just doing the splatter gore version of uh, Power Rangers. Yeah, kind of thing. Or like even um, Ninja Turtles, maybe. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's like take Peter Jackson's bad taste and, and give them like the weird alien powers. We'll get into all those characters too. Yes. Mimi's hilarious. Oh fuck, she's and she's so shitty. Yeah. Like just amazing. I've heard from <laughs> naysayers in this movie, one of the big gripes is they don't like Mimi. And it's like they don't like they don't the need character, to. they don't like the performance, and it's just like okay, like if that's if if that's your beef right out of the gate, this movie's just clearly not. Yeah, for this movie. Just, yeah, this just, movie is not made for you. Yeah, this isn't your movie. Just take which, the L. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say which is fine, but no, take the L. That's you taking the L because if this movie's not made for you, then I don't. I'm sorry to know you. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be you. Careful, don't let the film Twitter hear you. <laughs> the toilet that is film Twitter. She's so fucking funny, and there's one moment late in the movie that is it because you grew up. In a Catholic household, I think so. And not in my household wasn't even especially Catholic. It was more but, like I went to Catholic school. Yeah, Catholic school, Catholic school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the part when she just like she's praying. Yeah. And then is like, wait, why the fuck am I praying to you? There's a new god in town, and rips the crucifix off the wall and smashes it in half over her knee. Uh, like the last <laughs> time I saw that expression on your face was Ash vs Evil Dead two, or yeah, Ash vs Evil Dead season two, the morgue scene. <laughs> Just um, jaw on jaw the floor. Dropped. Eyes bugging out of your head, kind laughing of thing. but feeling bad about it. Like, like your expression looked exactly like 
toe cutter at the end of the first Mad Max when the <laughs> truck's coming and his eyes just brrr, bulge out of his head. That was you <laughs> watching this scene. Yes. <laughs> and uh, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> and I love how they do all the beats of, you know, like the monster movie, all the mm-hmm. beats of like the sci-fi adventure movie, all the beats of like the kids unearthing the adventure mm-hmm. thing and all the beats of the heartwarming buddy comedy where like two unlikely people grow together kind of yes and they find that through love and friendship like this where true power lies they manage to use those to their advantage in constructing the movie but they also like they're self-aware of it and i didn't think in an obnoxious no definitely not like um uh when it comes back to the finale where they're playing crazy ball again like we all fucking saw this coming and all that stuff and uh, the movie's just all into it. And even the characters in there are just like, I don't fucking get this game. Like, well, you should have paid attention. Yeah. We're not repeating ourselves. Yeah, but, oh, God. I, uh, do you have a favorite moment for Mimi's dirtbaggery? Oh, you mean, like, besides the... <laughs> is it the crucifix match? Because that's uh, a fair accept... That's, like, an acceptable answer. Um, that is a really good one. I also do really love when she's, like, negotiating with with PG about like okay if I give you the stone you have to promise not to destroy like my family yeah. and he's like okay sure and then her dad's like what about the rest you forgot the rest of humanity and she just goes oops <laughs> that's pretty great that's pretty great I think my fucking favorite is when Alistair turns into the brain it's just like will I ever go back to normal and then he's just like but I prefer you this yeah, she's way like, probably not but I like you this way and then he's just like okay bye and slithers <laughs> off <laughs> Oh, I love that, where she, she's, because when she's talking about her relationship with him, she's like, no, 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 I'm not in love with him. We're just going to get married one day and, like, live together, and we'll fight like mom and dad. <laughs> That's such, like, a, a dark version of kid logic kind yeah. of thing. Like, we're I'm, not in love. We're just going to get married and be together forever. Mimi might be the youngest dirtbag diva we've ever covered. Oh, true. Yeah, add to the pantheon of heroes. Yeah, because she's not even, like, she's, like, fully, like, prepubescent, like, like elementary school aged, yeah. like not even you know probably under the age of t- 10 at most yeah pull up a chair right next to pauline and yeah stuff yeah, like yeah. That. You, but not this like high it. school yeah, yeah yeah love that for her yeah when when you're old enough and able to make your own choices pass the bong with uh natasha leone from anti-birth <laughs> dream bong, dream bong rotation yeah dream bong Me? rotation. <laughs> <laughs> uh shit what's her name um I'm blanking on what her name is in Anti-Birth. Uh, uh, yeah, fuck. Lou. Lou, Lou that's it. Because yeah, I was like, I remember Lou she has a, she's a nickname. Yeah, Lou. Yeah. Uh, Pauline from Excision, of course. Yes, I think probably... Uh, I, I, I throw May into the mix. Uh, what is... Um, May's the trip sitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That mm, true, true. What about um, in, in Addicted to Fresno? Oh, fuck. Judy Greer's character. She, Greer's she should character. be in that blunt rotation. That's cool, but I also want Cleo Duvall's mini character from there. He's just like, I'm really into shit. I'm <laughs> really into scat stuff. Yeah, true. Okay, okay. They're, they're, yeah. you're going to need a lot of blunts. Perfect. Um, I think the other character highlight, and I think this will be no surprise for anyone who's seen the fucking movie, is the dad, Adam Brooks, <laughs> fucking killing it. Yes. As the world's shittiest dad, and... Um, with a heart of gold, though, like yeah, he, he grows it. He does it. He does attempt a, has a, has a little like almost kind of redemption arc. Yeah, but I love how straight he plays it while also playing it broad. Like I've never yes. seen like someone manage that fine line of both as well. That's a really as good point. And he's of course uh, in another movie. I've uh, been slowly warming up to the editor. 
pretty sure he plays the editor. <laughs> yeah, he's like the main yeah. guy in that. Um, I've only seen it once, but from from what I remember, he's a pretty central yeah. character. <laughs> but I felt like this was just like the perfect trope of the the bumbling dad from like the the sitcom era. Yeah, the total like deadbeat. Yeah, absolutely. But like taken to it's like more like depressing extreme like logical kind of realistic extreme it's like not the idiot factor of like a homer simpson or something like that but like it's not a comedic it's like oh my god that i this sucks man but it is comedic yes it's hilarious but it's comedic in that like understated like that like i don't even know how to put it into words it's it's an art yeah yeah um and i fucking live for how passive aggressive this dude is like like uh the whole run on like babe what'd you do to the microwave as the exploded chicken since i was just like cooked a great dinner for my family that's what (laughs) exactly (laughs) just plays it so straight do you have a favorite dad moment i have a very relatable one Mm. and it's when he's on the shitter after like, having the fight with his family and he's just like grumbling because you know like oh, I, you. i've definitely had conversations like that to my cat but when he's just like i got an english degree it's just like fuck <laughs> call me out whoops <laughs> yeah whoops i think is the best response to i got an english degree Whoop. and everyone who is getting or has an english degree out there not meaning to rag but it's true uh, enjoy it <laughs> do your best yeah live your life but did, do you have a favorite dad moment? Well, I love the part where, he, like, just one off, where they're like, you know, planning for the final battle, and he's just like, "Man, this TV will not stop bleeding." <laughs> <laughs> that one took me out. <laughs> me too. Um, I just, made, I just always makes me think of scary movie three. He's like, "Cindy, yeah. the TV's leaking." <laughs> <laughs> but he says it's so like just like like well, matter of fact. Well, this will, yeah, well, this TV won't stop bleeding. Um, I think my favorite is the the pep talk he gives to Mimi. Oh, fuck, that <laughs> sent me, that absolutely sent me. You know what, I'm just going to see if I can drop the audio for yes. that. And we used to do that, didn't we? We absolutely Sometimes. did. Yeah, maybe I'll, maybe let, I'll pepper that instead of let, us trying to quote it poorly. Let it speak for itself. Yeah, yeah. Look, I know I'm not a good dad or a smart dad, but I still have some dad wisdom for you. When I was your age... A weird guy in a van outside my school asked if I wanted to see his baseball cards. I said yes without thinking. And he took me in the back of his van and showed me his giant collection of pristine baseball cards. I had a lot of fun. And I'm thankful I put my trust in that creepy weirdo. So I think you should trust your weird murdering monster friend. It's the grown-up thing to do. That was a great clip, wasn't it? Ha ha ha. Anyway, I also think the joke that fucking took me out, and I know I said that a <laughs> I know lot, is uh, at the very end when he and PG high-five and his fucking arm breaks in half. Yeah, it's just like a, like a, a complex fracture or whatever it's called when the, when the bone's fucking sticking out. It was out. just this moment, especially because like, it was... Uh, it... <laughs> and now there's... <laughs> There was white claw all over the table. Um, I'm sorry. But, uh, I just started picturing it. <laughs> yeah, like they did the appliance. They did the main. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Hold on. You can wipe it up. Okay, but yeah, it's um, they did so much work on this makeup appliance. It clearly cost money for a single shot that lasts like half a second, but it kills me. It clearly but just kills like the me. comedic weight of it is. So- 
so fucking fun. And then he just he plays it out where he's like, oh, Susan, I'm so glad we're back together. I'll be here for you now. You really need to take me to the hospital. <laughs> But I think those two characters, the human characters at least, are kind of the standouts. Um, But everyone's kind of with their moments. Like, I love that the mom manages to fit the sort of stereotype of the nagging mom of these sitcoms. But without... I didn't find it in, like, an obnoxious or gross way. Like, Mm -hmm. I felt like she was more fleshed out than that. Yeah, I felt like it was a lot easier to empathize with her. It was a lot more reasonable. Yeah, where it's just like, of course she's pissed off. Look at this fucking guy. Yeah, exactly. And, um... So it fit the role while still not just, like, regurgitating tired tropes kind of thing. Because, like, that's one that I'm kind of glad... Well, I was going to say we moved away from, but it's like, when was the last time I watched a fucking, like, major network sitcom? So for all I know, maybe there's just a show called Moms, right? And it's just a bunch of moms being (laughs) shitty moms at each other. Actually, I would watch the shit out of that show. Yeah, to be shitty moms at each other. You could call it Milf or Dare. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, <laughs> um, and Luke is good, uh, to, um, I think my favorite running joke with him is the whole, uh, just PG, not ever remembering his name, <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Like, you, come on, you're kidding me, you've got to know my name, I know. Uh, Mimi's brother. The, the, the boy. The boy. <laughs> um, but I think the best scene with him, for my money, is when, uh, PG infiltrates his nightmares. <laughs> and they're Welcome just like, to the, the nightmare realm. <laughs> that's another thing that they just played one of those things that it's not even a question people were asking about the kind of scene they're doing but they raised it anyway (laughs) or it's just like at the end of the negotiations feels like so what happens now we just wait until you wake up (laughs) (laughs) and they're just sitting in this fucking graveyard in their bed with zombies riding around (laughs) oh fuck this movie rules (laughs) i love it so much um but yeah, getting away from the people characters, we also have the, uh, well, you know, the PG. Yeah, to get into our fucking podcast namesake or part of it, because I think we've got the horror cult part down right now, but the queer part. I love the ambiguity of <laughs> Gorman's sexuality. Yes. Like, it emphasizes that this creature possibly has <laughs> sexuality in probably one of the funniest fucking jokes <laughs> of all time. I'm sorry we didn't bring any pornos. Petty displays of wealth. How can your short lifespans allow such narcissism? Yeah, but look at all the hunky boys. I do not care for hunky boys. Or do I? That moment killed me. Oh, me too. Yes, or do I? Like... It's and like, I lo- oh, I that, see the appeal. That is one of my favorite callback jokes yes. in a long time where, like, you know, that's a one-off moment early in the film. And then during, it never comes up again. And then during the fight at the end, uh, Pandora, like, tramples the shit out of his, like, magazine or gets blood on it or something. And he's just like, no, my hunky boys! <laughs> Not my hunky boys! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that one sent me too. Oh, yeah. the, the movie's so good at that, where they, the little callbacks like yeah. that that are seemingly, like, inconsequential. Like, like the warrior's death coming up a couple of times like oh "Oh, no and i love right before the warrior's death the last one just another stupid line like i i have an affinity for stupid lines Mm -hmm. that like they i think it's a fine line like more often than not i think they don't work they're just stupid but some of them just hit in perfectly the right way and like one of those great ones is just when um Pandora's like talking about like this defeater of realms and all that stuff. And he's like, My name is Psycho Gorman. And she was like, That's a great name. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. 
And also when he, like, tells her to, like, frig off or whatever. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus, shit. Uh, Psycho Gorman is a great, great um, character. And I was watching through the special features on the, mm. like... Because, like, there's a Hunky Boys edition that came yes. out in uh, Canada, yes. actually. This is the first time ever Canada got the good edition, <laughs> full stop. Like, when does that ever fucking yeah, can happen? Yeah, please spend some more CanCon. Um, yeah. Talking to um, the director, Steve Kostansky. Did I get that right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was saying that the design for the character was very much based on, like, sort of, like, late 80s, early 90s action figures. Like, mm. you know, like, you got, like, Kenner toys or whatever, I think. But, like, they did, like, all the, like... Alien and Terminator toys and Jurassic uh, Park and stuff like that. And it was like the, you see them getting a resurgence with these designer toy things coming out now. But totally. yeah, this is the kind of shit you would see in one of those blister packs hanging on the shelves of like a Kmart or something right. that some kid would buy. Toys R Us. And like it, it totally shows in the design. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, it's very recognizable with, uh, and it also the design works for how shitty the paint jobs were on those old toys oh, because totally. he's 90% purple with the weird crack highlights of hot pink. And it's like, <laughs> it looks great, but it also really evokes like they just fucking factory sprayed it totally. and then like stuck it in a thing and like we're made like, a buy kids, kids TV show about it. To, to sell like, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that, that we're talking about this in terms of, like, those old toy things, because it reminds me of uh, Steve Kostansky's segment, W is Wish. W is Wish, well, <laughs> on Wish.com, W is for Wish, on ABCs of Death 2. Ah. Um, it looks exactly like those toy commercials, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, I, I we, we watched we it. Took a, we took a second to watch and it, yeah. I was like, I've, I've seen these commercials. Like, yep. I remember growing up with these. Yeah, yeah, um... It's basically the premise is these kids are playing with uh, these toys and uh, like action figures. You know, it's just like I'm gonna stop you, Zorb or whatever. Like Champions of Zorb is the the, the name yeah, of Cassio the toy line. Yeah, or something then, is yeah, the hero. Yeah, and, uh, Fantasy Man. <laughs> then uh, it's like I wish we could help Prince Cassio or something like that. And they get sucked. And, and, and yeah. off screen, the 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 monkey's paw, the finger curls. Yeah, the finger curls. <laughs> they get sucked into the toy, and it's it's like so much the uh, Hell World from. Um, Psycho Gorman. Totally. And, like, well, not extrapolating. I'm pretty sure um, Costanzi goes into this on the behind-the-scenes stuff on the disc. Uh, That's how I heard about this, because I've never actually seen ABCs of Death, Oh, too. okay. But, yeah, like, the, the alien planet is so much Oh, Psycho yeah, Gorman. like, spitting image. And just lower rent. And, yeah, it's got the exploding heads. It's got the claymation. It's got the cheesy green screens. It's got the hyper-gore. Just, like, super, Oh, yeah, super they're, like, gore. comically evil. Yeah, like, the weird hobgoblin dude just pulling the dude's guts out while he's upside down in half. <laughs> Totally. Yeah, so like the toy thing definitely, definitely fits. And it reminds mm. me of a lot of those shows of the day yeah. that like this movie took inspiration from where they were TV shows that were just basically 22 minute long toy commercials. Yeah, so they were like extended promotional campaigns. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that was Ninja Turtles. Wasn't that like Transformers, Transformers too? Transformers. My favorite of those... Actually, not my favorite as far as the show goes because I haven't watched it in forever. But is the fact that fucking Trauma got in it with Toxic Crusaders. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Toxic Crusaders. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what they would all do. And so this is, like, the long-lost toy line that we all wish we had. But almost being, like, the gritty, yes. dark MCU, DC <laughs> Universe Batman bullshit of, like, Christopher Nolan's shitty toys. <laughs> this is the Snyder Cut. <laughs> Exactly. It fucking works so well. And, like, while well, Psycho Gorman is definitely the um, 
front runner for this, obviously, you know, movie about him. Mm-hmm. I love the array of weird motherfuckers in this movie. Oh, yes. And I like that there's two of them. Like, they just give us everything we want with ridiculous <laughs> creature designs. And they're ridiculous. The well, creatures they're absurd. are so absurdly designed. Because there's the Galactic Council and then PG's crew. Yes. Uh, evil guys. Council first, I guess. Yeah. Um, so there's this council, and there, I think he was saying that he was just trying to put this in to rip on uh, Phantom Menace, where uh. it had these long-ass scenes of, like, some UN bullshit oh going on, where, unfortunately, no one drinks poison in front of the tribunal, <laughs> um, but they're uh, all there, and it's, like, these different alien species are all around. Right. Like, I think in Phantom Menace, there's, like, an E.T. sitting somewhere, and then there's one with a Chewbacca and all that. Well, he was basically, like, doing that. It's like, yeah, I'm just putting this, like, political bullshit that we don't have a frame of reference for in the movie. And it's this council that's meant to be so important. And, and it's just fucking, fucking useless there. it is. Um, and they do it so good because the uh, aliens in that are so great, including my favorite character of probably the 21st century, <laughs> the Tube Man. <laughs> I love Tube Man. Tube Man, the sequel to Tub Girl, is in this oh, movie. No. <laughs> um, but he's just like a fucking meat puppet skeleton head that's literally a puppet. Like he's like moves like Kermit kind of <laughs> thing. And there's just so many comedic moments where like his jaw drops or someone, or because he's in, he's in that like capsule thing. Yeah. Like someone else will stick their hand in front of him to cover his eyes yeah. so he doesn't have to see the horrors. Like, oh, it's just so yeah. funny. And there's some great designs. Like they they really are imaginative with mm-hmm. it. And like you know it's. It's so interesting how they tread this line between it's purposely cheesy, like think the big rubber suit monsters from Power Rangers that look dated and cheesy, but also while being done so incredibly well. Yeah. Because like these are people that they, they, I guess their movie day jobs are working on big fucking movies and stuff like that. Like uh, in scrolling the IMDb, we see that like Steve Costanzi was like a makeup supervisor or something on like Crimson Peak and stuff like that. Like, you know, doing like big, big movies. Yeah. So they look amazing, even though they're trying to look cheap. Yes. And the designs reflect that. And the council scenes have two of my favorite scenes in the movie. Like, I'm like my dad, where his top five movies are like about 40 movies. 40 movies. Yes. Uh, like, my, my top five scenes in this movie are, like, all like the, the scenes. Like, the whole movie. <laughs> um, but, but one is the stupidest throwaway line in the entire fucking movie by a country mile, <laughs> where they've, they're they sitting around, and then there's just this plate of blue spaghetti. Yeah, and they're, like, watching the final battle. Yeah, and then he just reaches, like, over. He's like, stop hogging the bloodles. They're for everyone. <laughs> It's like the stupidest throwaway joke in the history of but it's cinema. So funny. <laughs> and then um, the uh, was it a post credit scene or was it just before the credits? Um, oh, wait, but, they're like, but, well, we can kill ourselves. Yeah, basically the 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 thing is just like we do have a contingency yeah, plan. Like, he doesn't. They're like, does he know how to find us? Yes. Yeah. Their contingency plan is the guy just pulls out this rusty revolver, like the kind of <laughs> shit that you see cops on Twitter, like, look what we got off the street, and it's like a musket <laughs> that's been in someone's ass that's covered in shit. Uh, he puts it on the table, it's just like, who wants to go first? And Tube Man just raises his hand. <laughs> yeah, shit. Uh, is your favorite from that thing, Tube Man, as well? Or do I you think he's, a, the, he's yeah. the most memorable from, I mean, like, Definitely. other than there's that the guy who's, like, seemingly, I guess, like, the, kind of the second in command after Pandora. Yeah. Or when she's gone, but yeah, as, as far as like who I like, I'm like, like yeah, he's the memorable man, one for sure. Totally. Um, but then we've got PG's buddies, yes. who are just like, Double it's crossing. great that you're you're buried in the ground. You're no longer a leader. We take turns on our leader, and it's almost like that Monty Python, the Holy Grail thing, where the starts talk about like, oh, let's have a um, 
anarcho syndicate like rotating leadership where we (laughs) duly elect the leader for each week yes and they talk about that again this is my turn as as seen by this crown crown on my head but the character designs are fucking great here i think they all kind of stand out Mm -hmm. in this part and like the influences for each one is so different yeah um we've got well, the one that fucking sent me is Cassius 3000. <laughs> but even you, Cassius 3000, <laughs> is just the fucking stupidest thing ever. But he's like this metal robot Roman Empire looking dude. And yeah. It's great. But I love how even they get killed in different ways when he's fighting them. Like there's the weird witch. The witch doctor thing. or like something, the, yeah. Like the, um, or the, yeah, the witch something. Yeah, fuck. It's like the little With puppets. a rolling head kind yeah. of thing. And then there's... Which is the one where it just reaches into the chest and plucks out the rose that's hard and crushes oh, yeah, it. Crush. Like, that's just, right. They just go crazy with oh, the yeah. imagery in this. And of course they have the one of those moments that really kind of shows they know how ridiculous it is. Is when all those guys are beating up PG in slow motion. And then it just cuts to like the sound dropped out as the dude who's a vat of bodies <laughs> with two super soakers glued to him. is just spraying blood ineffectually <laughs> all over the like, Just like... Just like spraying goo. <laughs> and it's like... And there's like the greatest design ever. It's like, okay, now what? Like, yeah. So good. Uh, do you have a favorite of those guys? Like, I'm so torn between Cassius 3000 and the fucking tub of body parts. Yeah, like, yeah, me too. They're both so great. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I could decide. Yeah, like, oh, man. Hmm. Bong circle past the bong. <laughs> who, who, who it, do you it's, want? Okay, it's called the Dream Blunt Rotation. Okay, Dream Blunt Rotation. Yeah, I'm, I'm hip. <laughs> I know 3, what the kids are doing. Cassius yes. 3000 and the Tub of Guts guy and Tube Man, obviously. Mm-hmm. Well, PG. PG, of course. Oh, PG there. Yeah. The dad. The dad. <laughs> <laughs> Mimi's too young. Yeah. Stunt your growth, kids. Mm. But there is one memorable character for fun makeup. That we have not talked about yet. Would you like to introduce this? Would that be Mr. Alistair? Oh, fuck. There's two. There's two. <laughs> Alistair is great. What are you talking about? Let's talk about Biocop. Oh, Biocop! <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, since we said, let's start with Alistair. Yeah. Fuck. Okay, I mean... Fucking Alistair. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just, I love how he's trying, like... You know, he's just, like, the, the, the like, nice, cool little, little kid, and then, you know, he's, like, meeting PG and stuff, and he's like, well, you know, it was, n- it was nice to meet you, Mr. Gorman, and then, you know, Psycho Gorman's like, it'd be bad nicer if you were dead, and then Alistair's just like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> like, just such, like, what do you oh, say to that? Fuck, it's so Especially funny. as, like, a little kid. Like, fuck, it's so funny. It's so funny. Um, yeah. But then, yeah, like, Mimi is like, oh, I wish you would notice me, but I'm not into him kind of thing. It's like, Gorman's like, ah, yes, I am able to will people to, like... It's like, yes, I once had the sedu- had the, the, the moon princess seduced for, like, whatever alien guy. Yeah. Would you like me to do that to Alistair? Yeah, yeah. And she's totally. like, ah, uh, yeah, do it. turns him into this fucking huge brain with tentacles and yeah, because, eyes. Because, you know... Uh, wooing somebody on on another planet and another intergalactic alien species, and what is what is peak masculinity? <laughs> Looks very different <laughs> in a planet far, far away <laughs> than it does on Earth. And I think they did it perfectly with this character, where 
he shows up just enough that you remember he's mm-hmm. there, like, waiting outside the fucking fast food restaurant mm-hmm. while they're inside, or when they're <laughs> playing crazy ball trying to teach it to, like, PG in the field. Yeah. Just there. But then he's gone long enough that you kind of forget he's a thing. Yeah. And then there's the very, the very end, end scene where the family <laughs> is having dinner after everything's wrapped up, and Alistair's still a brain. Well, PG's just, like, destroying humanity yeah, to be, like, just, a kaiju. It's just, like... It points out that he kind of got forgotten about, and it's a joke, and it's fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, this movie is just so well made. Yeah, but Biocop. 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 Also, once again, one of the funniest moments in the movie when he hands the Valentine to Mimi. He's like, ooh, what's this? Then <laughs> <laughs> just written in blood says, please kill me. Like, clearly um, finger painted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which, just, ooh. Yeah, oh. God, yeah. But one of my uh, favorite things I didn't realize at the time, yeah. the time later, is that Biocop is a returning character from the yes. universe. And that there's the fake trailer for a Biocop. Um, where it's basically just the character that's in the movie, just in like an action police it's procedural kind of thing. And like, <laughs> if a fucking Kickstarter goes up to make this happen or something, I'm all the You're fucking... Like, I'm remortgaging my oh, house. Oh, wait, no, they're, they're all Canadian, so Indiegogo. I mean... Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. Kickstarter, they're they're Canadian Kickstarters. Oh, okay. I don't know what the I, I've never done a crowdfunding thing like hosted one, so I don't know what the logistics are of like one over the other, especially depending on what the country you're coming from. Right. But I'm pretty sure there are Canadian campaigns on Kickstarter. Anyway. Yes. That. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's beside the point. So this movie, all over, is just a fucking treasure. Yes. You had mentioned that there were a few references that yeah you, you that I found out about I found out about that that maybe I missed. Yeah, I'd love to hear what they are. Um, so so we I don't think we've mentioned this like the name, but um, the planet that Psycho Goreman comes from is called Gaia Gygax. Yes, right, Gary Gygax. Gary Gygax yeah. is one of the co-creators of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yeah, that's. That's a good one. That's, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's like a, that's like a fun little one because it's like that totally sounds like just like like you know, the sci-fi planet name Gygax. Yeah. Then it's like oh, okay. but if we're talking about you know toys and games and stuff like that, it's it's, it's a nice little like reference yeah. tucked in there. Um, but then the other one is at the end. Yeah, this is the one I didn't know. Yeah, about. I that like I Gygax one, but I didn't, I didn't know like about this. Yeah. realize this at for like the first time we watched it, but. Um, you know, at the end they do the whole, like, there's, there's a rap about Psycho Gorman. Yeah, I thought that was just, like, doing the generic end of the totally. 80s movie rap. But it turns out that that is totally just a parody of the, uh, like, Partners in Crime Turtle Power. Like, specifically like, that song. Yeah, like, straight up, like, go play, play one and then play the other. Like, yeah. they're the same song. It's gonna show up on, like, one of those fucking, like, YouTube, like, did they steal their idea? Or, like, <laughs> top five stolen yeah, songs. Yeah, Olivia Rodrigo versus Paramore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> basically the one that i had mentioned way before i think i even pulled it up on my phone while we we're watching it to mm-hmm. show you everyone's pointed this out on the internet is i just love that for absolutely no reason whatsoever when they do the shopping montage with a uh, psycho gorman and they're getting them all dressed up <laughs> they just dress up exactly like sam neil from jurassic park yes like exactly to yes. a t and it's like what was the point of doing this and don't answer and don't, that i don't yeah. care and you never address it <laughs> i'm just so happy that it's i'm so happy this is yeah i remember you're like look 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 and you like paused and looked up and i was like oh my god it is exactly the same yep so i was in jurassic park the one time but so i wouldn't have remembered that i don't mm-hmm. think but i guess to get into the flavor of what we normally do on this podcast what about the deeper themes of psycho gorman What's bubbling away below the well, surface? Well, I think I think it. I think you know the the dad sums it up very clearly when he talks about. He's like, you know, we we all learned a lot about ourselves. 
And then the mom was like, like what? <laughs> because it's like, yeah, but also. Yeah, this is basically the pa- a pastiche of the life lessons of after school specials. Totally. Together. Well, I think it just, yeah, it just goes, it goes back to that whole like, the, you know, the like friendship is magic and yeah. what matters is love. But I love that like, because I remember at one point Psycho Gorman talks about, he's learning, he's like, what is love? And they're explaining it to him and he's like, I don't experience love. I'll never be whole. Yeah. Which is like, oh no, oh, PG. No. So he uh, he comes to know what love is and that makes him whole and that makes him realize he doesn't need the gem anymore to be powerful because yeah. the true power was in him all along. Yeah. But then he goes and he's like, I'm going to use love for evil. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, fucking great. It's just so good. Yeah, yeah, he's like, ah, oh, yes, I don't need this anymore, Mimi. Here you go. I have the power of love now. Now I'm going to go destroy the rest of, of your planet and yeah, all the other planets. This movie is the thesis statement of the notion of the important thing is the friends we made along the mm-hmm. way. And I love that so much. Yes. Um, and I, I really like it's funny how it's a refreshing version of a family dynamic in a movie based entirely on the most tired tropes of a family dynamic in a movie. Totally. Like, they've just cobbled them together in just the right way and pointed out when it sucks, like, what sucks about them and what's funny about them. Mm -hmm. Like, so many of the jokes um, are just by just doing what we were so tired of uh, in the context of this movie. Yes. And, like, I don't mean that in, like, a dumb fucking family guy way where it's just, like... Yep, my next joke is just five minutes of literally recreating a scene from a movie, and that's it. Yeah, I don't even know if they still do that. I think I dropped off Family Guy in, like, the fucking 80s or something, <laughs> whenever it fucking started. <laughs> yeah. Boy, howdy. This movie was great. Yes. So, obviously, we both highly, highly recommend this movie. Uh-huh. But isn't there something else we do at the end of episodes? We give recommendations that yeah. aren't just the movies we're discussing right. when they're good. Yeah, under the pretense that I will recommend something to you, similar, sort of like within the spirit of what we just discussed. Yes, for, in, in one way or another. And you will watch it, and then you recommend something to me that I will watch, and we will return to talk about them. Something that we dropped doing about three, four episodes in. Because I was involved watching a lot oh, of movies. Too many fucking movies. Too many movies. Yeah. Too little time. Too little time. Who knows? Maybe we will. If, if we end up watching them because we can. We'll talk about them. Talk about them. But, but if we don't. But, like, don't count on it. Yeah. But these are also recommendations to you, the viewer. If yes. You, if this is something that you're into. You, dear listener. And, uh, yeah. Oh, God. Okay. So, anyway, um, without further ado, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I can go first. All right. So, I'll what? do some other, I'm pretty sure, CanCon. Yeah, CanCon. It's totally CanCon. Definitely CanCon. Um, it's one of the ones that I was actually surprised to learn that it's not the same crew involved. Because it has the energy. Because it has the same kind of energy, same kind of vibe, same kind of like silly, like sci fi ish, but in like yeah. a k- kind of off way. Yeah. Is uh, 2015's Turbo Kid. I fucking love Turbo Kid. I loved it. And I've only seen it the one time, so I, it's, I'm definitely due for a rewatch. But it's, yeah, I, I love it. The like reimagined, like post apocalyptic future in 1997. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of like. Well, exactly, like uh, Terminator 2, where it's like, the apocalypse will happen on this date. And it's like, that date came and went forever yeah. ago. Whereas this movie came out, you know, almost like 20 years after yeah, it's like, saying it takes place. Yeah, exactly. And um, it very much has that, like, the idea that this is a movie made in the 80s, pretending to be in 97, but actually made in 2015. Totally. And so it has that, that 80s sheen, that vibe. Without of... being, like, masturbatingly nostalgic or like yeah it that doesn't bullshit. fall into like the stranger things trap no. of of like that exactly yeah. what you just said 
but it has that sort of like slick plastic 80s like yeah. commercial toyified kind totally. of thing. Totally. Like you know, you see that they're they're riding around on BMXs. Right, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's funny that, that you bring that up on this too, because another thing is that T is for Turbo was a short in one of the ABCs of death. No and way! also was kind of what led to this. Love it! It might have actually been a rejected short, for all uh, I know. Like, I have not actually seen the ABCs of death. Like, all the uh, way through. I think I've seen the odd short, like, yeah. on YouTube or Vimeo or something. Yeah. But yeah, I love this movie a lot, and, uh... I was doing a class for film school where uh, it was a class all about how to pitch movies mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And it was like really breaking your idea down into the core themes. And like right. uh, each week we'd have to pitch two movies. Uh, we had different things we had to focus on. Like one was like adapting something into a pitch, making a sequel to a movie that never had a sequel, all this kind of stuff. And we did a pitch on, um, I think it was something to do with plot structure using, like, the transformations characters go through. Mm. And I applied that to Turbo Kid. Ah. And I think I won everyone in the so class over to actually fucking watching Turbo nice. Kid. Nice. Yeah, so good choice. What is your recommendation? Mine is a recommendation that it's a movie that I had had sitting on my shelf for a while that I hadn't watched, but I felt like it might fit in certain ways. Mm. So I watched the mid-'80s movie Neon Maniacs. Oh. Neon Maniacs is this movie where it's set in San Francisco and it has a bunch of clearly adults playing high schoolers. Of course. And there is a menagerie of monsters living under the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh. And they come out to murder people in all their like little, like it's basically, think of the monster squads in uh, Psycho Man, and this is it trying to be serious in a horror movie. Right. So like you have this rubber samurai dude who kills people with samurai swords. You have a dude Amazing. named Soldier with a... Uh, M16, who goes on a school shooting, and Jesus. it's like, Jesus Christ, yeah, this could only be made in the 80s. And there's, like, uh, like they all have, like, fun names, and they kill people in fun ways based on their names kind Very of thing. Very good. It was fun. It was uh, better than... It had right being, almost. It was, like, <laughs> one of those. Like, I enjoyed it a lot. It's got very middling reviews. One of the big things that I, I think maybe I knew this going in, so it didn't hit me as much is it's technically an unfinished movie. Like, oh. it does not have an ending. The movie just stops because they ran out of money. Fuck. And, um... Of course he did. That like, sucks. Like, there's a thing that happens that kind of plays, like, sort of, like, gotcha ending kind of thing. Mm. But then the main plot with the main characters just fucking stops and doesn't come back. And it's like, yeah, they, oh. they couldn't film the climactic scene because they didn't have the money. Shit. So if you track down a copy of Neomaniacs, Neo uh, just be warned Beware. that it doesn't actually end. But I think I also loved it because there's a character in it who's like, oh man, that was me in high school kind of thing. And Mm. it's this horror-loving, effects-makeup-loving nerd who's doing Scooby-Doo shit to solve the mystery. (laughs) And when the cops uh, stop her, she rides off on a BMX going, oink, oink, oink. And it's just like, (laughs) yeah, this is is great. So yeah, Neon Maniacs. Um, Yeah, that sounds like fun. fun. I'd watch it. Yeah, cool. So I guess that'll do it for us. Yeah. We're uh, with our, our breaks and edits, probably about three quarters of an hour, which I say good enough. It's three quarters of an hour more than we've done three in quor- a yeah. year. Yeah. 45 so yeah. minutes of dipping our toes back in the hot tub. Yeah. But that's been fun. Thank you for uh, talking me into doing this again. It didn't, it didn't take much twisting my arm, but you're just like, yeah, we should just get on it because we've been kind of batting the idea around yeah, for a while. Yeah, for months. So we hope people come back. We hope we get some new listeners. Yeah. Um, We'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, and uh, we'll also get back into doing more like deep analysis yeah. stuff and maybe a couple movies that are more on a theme, but we're trying to figure out the logistics mm-hmm. of how we're going forward because yeah. uh, I think the more frequently we put up episodes, the less 
like, movies we can cover yeah, between episodes. Exactly. Kind of like if we were gonna, we're not gonna do every week. We're gonna start yes. at most every other week, kind yes. of thing. But like even if we did every other week, especially, it would literally be just one movie an episode for the rest of time, just because that's all we can really manage. You know, pretty week much. Right now. Yeah. But uh, I do have some ideas for episodes, stuff that we were planning to get to the first time around that we never got to, or also some new ones that I'm really excited about. Cool. Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, like we, we've talked about, I mean, again, we've talked about this for months, so it's like, yeah. oh, we should do this, we should do this. And you, I think you've actually been writing stuff down, thank, yeah. thank goodness. So, yeah, yeah based on what um, we talked about, I'm, I think you got some good ones Yeah, yeah. in store. Yeah, it'll, it'll be good, and uh, hopefully we'll have some cool guests on, too. But uh, until next time, do you remember the fucking sign-off? Yeah. I sure shit don't. <laughs> wow, it's take it easy and keep it sleazy. Right. Oh, shit. That was from a script I wrote.